When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rashford, he's in here, he scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. What might that do? Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you, man. Guys in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might that do? Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Ready! Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Mugga. Oh, I haven't done this hosting thing in a minute, but looks like Mariah's ducking from the grand. So here we are. <laughs> if you haven't already, make sure you are following us and subscribed on all the socials. I'm feeling rusty. I don't it's think we've fine, bro. It's fine, week. man. The energy's at, at an all-time low. We've just had to grab who we can grab. Hopefully, hopefully, we just look forward to next season because this has been an absolute shambles. Uh, managed to get Rodney and Gaz on today's show. How are you lot feeling? Um, <laughs> definitely, boy. Um, no, I'm, I'm glad that we've got to the end of the season. Um, and yeah, we'll just see what happens with, with Ten in it. Um, he, had, he had his pressure today, which I'm sure we might touch upon at some point. But um, yeah, it's just good to get to the end of the season. Um, clearly, there's there's some been some horrible issues at this club, man. So let's get it sorted and crack on with next season. Yeah, that Rodney, what you wanna you wanna silent ban or something? I'm the one to be in it. That's the truth, brother. I don't uh, wanna be here, but I'm there. None of us do, brother. None of us. It has been a tough old season. I actually watched every single United game this season from start to finish except the last three or four where it's just been so so abject I think for the last month we've been saying it can't get worse it can't get worse but it just continues to get worse and I think Sunday's game probably epitomized our season 
Um, I don't want to spend too much time analysing that game. Um, and I'm sure nobody watched it in its entirety. That's how depressing the mood was. But um, yeah, 1-0 loss to, to Crystal Palace. Were you guys expecting that? Did you even care at uh, this point? Does I it had, matter? Other than us not qualifying for a conference league? I had interest in, in other games, if I'm honest with you. So... Um, um, <laughs> That that was the highlight of yesterday, which is bad. It's poor as a United fan. Should I even want City to win? But one is a better evil than the other, so I was focused on that. Um, it was I was interested to see. Obviously, Hannibal was in the starting lineup. Um, from what I've heard or read, sorry, shall I say, there's been a few issues with Hannibal. Obviously, when like um, Ragnick brought him on with the Liverpool game, apparently people have criticised him for that because it was like he brought him on in a game where we were getting battered and. Um, he didn't really have an opportunity to showcase his ability on the ball, so it was interesting to see him in the lineup. That was the only thing I really cared about was seeing him in the lineup. I know Shoretere came on as well and got on that show, so I guess that's that's the only thing I'm really interested in with the game was seeing some of those young boys and having a hope that maybe Ten Hag can uh, integrate them into his plans in the, in the next couple of years. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's mad. It's mad that you you, you touched on that. I, there was actually more pressing concerns uh, across the city, to be honest, hoping that City would actually do the job because uh-huh. if Liverpool had been gunning for that quadruple. That that would have actually just compiled the misery on what probably would have been the worst. I mean, it still is the worst season in in certainly my lifetime, but. Yeah, I think that would have been the cherry on the cake. I, I genuinely, genuinely hate Liverpool. So, yeah, City winning the league, I can take that. I don't know City fans, don't care about about City fans like that. There aren't many of them anyway, unless you're in Manchester. So, um, from from that regard and that perspective, it was just, it was a relief because I, I really dislike Liverpool. Um, so, yeah, but I guess we've got to focus on ourselves again with the season coming to an end. And um, yeah, as I said, just next season, man, let's just crack on and see what Ten Hag can do and who we can bring in. And I think importantly, who we can get out, man. I'm sure we'll talk about it later on with some of the leaks or the information that's just come out in the last day or so. We'll talk about it later on. But yeah, some bods just need to be got rid, gotten rid of. we got to just look to next season, bro. I don't know what else to say. Like, yes. as I said, apparently Hannibal had a good game. Again, I'm going to be real. It's bad. I'm on, I'm on a Man United pod. I didn't watch the game. I didn't care. Um, it's crazy. We had to... Um... I think we the only thing we had to see out um, or the, the importance of that game was just securing Europa League, as bizarre as that sounds. Um, which just shows, that. Yeah, which just shows how far our stock has fallen. But obviously no one wanted to be um, in the Conference League, which would have been uh, embarrassing and even more humiliating than our season's gone uh, mm-hmm. far. But yeah, I um I don't think there's too much to touch on nope. from the game. Before you move on, bro. Yeah, go on. Bruno. I'm so happy <laughs> there. Like it actually makes me happy that like th- there's a wider spectrum of people and human beings who have eyes and can process things in their head that are seeing what a disastrous footballer this guy can be. And it's now especially that the goals have dried up. The penalties aren't his penalties and he's been missing. He's missed two this year, I believe. Yeah. Um, there people are starting to see how much of a travesty of a footballer this guy actually is. I think I was reading, a, a, obviously I've seen some things on Twitter and so on, but I've been reading journalists because at, at the end of the day, journalists are the ones that kind of drive agendas and what the talking points are and who is respected within within like sport, especially, I guess. 
and Bruno has been like the golden child for so long. But I feel as though now, importantly, like people in the media who are always late to these things, to be honest with you, it's always like the fans who drive these things first and the media catch on later in anything we talk about in terms of football. They're starting to see this Bruno guy, firstly, is a horrible teammate, bro. Like a horrible teammate. I think we've seen it on the pitch enough with the whole hands in the air, blaming people, moaning, crying on the floor, shouting at refs. Horrible person. Get him out of it. And I think more importantly in regards to football, just the amount of times he gives the ball away again yesterday. Just a disastrous pass. I mean, what was that? He does that so often, though, bro. Do you remember the Watford game? Where, yeah, he did the similar. exact same thing. And it led to a goal as well. Um, it's, it's bonkers because, I mean, really and truly, you shouldn't even be doing that for a pass going forward. But if it was going forward, then I might excuse it. But yeah. going backwards, you can't see what's happening towards your own goal. There's no pressure. Like, he was under no pressure whatsoever mm. to... Um, to hoof that ball first time what, what was he trying to gain like there's no possible advantage that you can obtain from kicking a ball like volleying it I don't know about 40 yards back to your own goalkeeper like common uh common sense would dictate that you want to go towards um towards the opposition's goal so why you feel the need first time under no pressure to try and volley it back into uh, the keeper's area. But... Horrible. Horrible footballer. Genuinely horrible. And the only hope, because we've given him a contract, so he's not going anywhere. And the only hope is that there's a club dumb enough to think, yeah, let's, let's, let's tap into that now and buy him. But I can't see who would do so. The only hope we have then is that either Ten Hag doesn't utilise him as much, which is one. Two, the second option, I guess, is... Ten Hag is seems like someone that's very, very stuck, like on stuck onto his principles. And if Bruno isn't a part, doesn't want to be a part of that, or, or doesn't can't grasp some of those concepts that Ten Hag is trying to install, then either get bench him or get rid of him. Or free, Bruno just behaves more like a normal footballer, like like just just pass the ball like a normal human being. Uh, have a better contribution to the team other than set pieces, penalties and, and the odd free kick here here and there. So um, that's one of the things I'm actually really interested in seeing is is what Ten Hag does with the likes of Bruno, who's been a disaster this season for me personally. Um, what he does with Harry Maguire, who's who's of such a high status and he's obviously club captain. Uh, and, and the Ronaldo thing, obviously I know he's spoken about Ronaldo briefly and he said, what, what does Ronaldo do? He says Ronaldo scores goals. So I, He'll have to use Ronaldo to some degree. But those those are the three points that I will find interesting for the following season. Yeah, 100%. I think we'll talk a bit more mm, on mm, mm. Ten Hag and, and his, his inbox to deal with um, a bit later. Uh, one area I wanted to, <laughs> to focus on, yeah, and it's it's been crazy, the amount of information that's come out about this club in the last 24 hours like anytime every time i go on twitter there's just new streams of leaks coming out um and i didn't even know where to begin but i haven't read an athletic article athletic article mm. that long maybe ever oh yeah bro uh laurie whitwell wrote it scary long 
And it's like, I think he'd been holding on to that information for a long time. Because that came out straight after the game, literally, maybe an hour after. So he'd been holding on to a lot of that info for a long time. And uh, it seems a lot of that information uh, was backed up by what Sam Lockhurst came out with uh, a bit later um, this this morning. And then, um, like you were saying earlier, uh, Mark Ogden as well is coming out with with leaks as well. What is your stance on all of this information that's coming out the camp? Do you see it as negative, uh, positive, a necessity? Uh, Roddy, you got anything you want to say on it before I, 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 I go off? No, go for it, bro. <laughs> Roddy does not want to be here. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. Um, as a, as a United fan, I'm always going to find it interesting to to find out about my club. So as a fan, that's I'm always I always want to hear about what's going on, good or bad. Um, none of the, none of the news really shocks me. None of the news really shocks me. Um, I mean, there was bits about um, ten hog, not ten hogs, sorry, excuse me. Obviously, United and the coaches' issue with um, Cornetta, Cornetta. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't pronounce his name, but obviously, um, he's a close ally of Ralph, who Ralph is known for for a very long time, and how he's sort of uh, giving feedback to Ralph's uh, coaches during the game through AirPods and phone calls. And but again, I'm not necessarily mad at it, but it's like. How do I word this? Is it just seems odd at the same yeah. time? Do you know what I'm saying? Are yeah. those guys not capable enough, or do we not have the staff capable enough to do the job already? That then seems like a critique, and I know um, a lot of people have actually said that Carrick and McKenna were big losses for Ralph, and they were actually not as bad as what we thought they were during Ollie's tenure. Again, it's easy to say in hindsight now. Oh shit, Carrick and McKenna. Um, they were doing, they're doing, they obviously McKenna's doing quite well with Ipswich, but that was obviously an issue. Training was an issue. Did you read about that thing where uh, Ralph's guy in Russia drew up like a session plan for 20 players, but then on the day of the session, there was more than 20 players, so they had to like <laughs> rethink the sessions like at last minute. You know? Yeah, in, the, in the famous words of Mariah, it's not even Mariah's words, I can't even remember what boxer said it, but um, everyone has a plan till they get punched in the mouth. Um, And it seems like with Ragnik, like he really had this, I don't know, vision of how things would work at United for him. And it seems like he had tons of details, tons of dossiers, a Mm. theory and, and a philosophy, which is all good and well. But it just seems like he was really inflexible. Um, And as soon as things kind of went left, which they always will do. A club and and obviously a, a club of United's magnitude. It seems like he just was not prepared in the slightest for things going slightly awry. Um, and when mm. they started to unravel, I mean, he just seems seemed unable to cope. Like the 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 twenty players thing is ridiculous. Um, there's there's articles about um, him having to check if players were fit um, and going on their word, and players coming back saying they weren't fit and having to swap. Um, other players who told they'd be benched back into the team. Um, obviously, yeah, yeah. With, this, uh, with this tactical advice too. I mean, if United have got um, a whole army of resources you can use um, to see insight on the pitch, then why wouldn't you leverage and use them rather than relying on a guy in, in what was it, Moscow? 
Um, yeah, yeah. It, it just it just seemed really odd. And then uh, he, like for for someone so learned, I can't. Obviously, the the players are crap, right? Mm-hmm. Or, the, or the collection of players as a group are crap. But I find it odd that he was so shocked that these players weren't going to mould into his methods because what he demands of players and the formation, it's clear that we didn't have the personnel to do that. So um, why he was having to um, resort to um, plan B, plan C, at one point I heard he was um, talking to Mike Phelan, um, who he initially outcasted. Mm. It just stinks of amateurism, which is complete, like the complete, opposite impression I got from him when uh, when obviously they hired him. You know what, yeah, I think um, I think Rodney obviously was on him from, from quite early. Um, I, I, I just feel as though you could read in the, obviously I've read the article so um, I'm going off the basis of that as well as my own sort of thoughts but you could see that he was someone that didn't stick to his principles and his gun. Mm. I actually think that's the case. So I think there was times where he wanted to drop Ronaldo and, and didn't feel like he could because it would cause disharmony and Ronaldo would would be a, a negative impact on the team if he wasn't involved. Um, even the City game where apparently Ralph was going to drop in and Ronaldo said, oh, I'm injured, I can't play. I think there was the, the thing where Ronaldo and a few of like the senior players didn't turn up to like a team... <coughs> excuse me. Apologies. Um, didn't turn up to like the team dinner. You could see there was a big disharmony issue and I think when you've got players of alleged status um, or of such high alleged abilities um, so you can see people like Bruno or such important characters Ronaldo Varane like you're dealing with Cavani (laughs) did you see the Cavani thing yesterday by the way that's crazy but like I just feel as though he struggled to deal with a lot of big and bold characters and don't get me wrong, you may have big and bold characters when you're at Schalke or you're, whichever clubs he's been at prior. Hoffenheim, I believe he might have been, maybe. No, Leipzig and Schalke. But we're not. That, that's completely different when you're talking about someone like Cristiano Ronaldo, for example, and how you manage that character and that person and what you do with them when you drop them and how you manage that situation if you're making tactical plans. So he's used... Again, and I don't even mind using different formations, but my point more so is... The lack, the lack of clarity or conviction in what he actually wanted to pull off was very clear um, when, when he went from 4-2... Four four, was it four, what was the formation? 4-2-2, four, four, two, 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 yeah. then 4-2-4, 4-2-3-1, 4-3-3, three, the three yeah. at the back, which we hadn't trained for for longer than maybe a day or two against Liverpool, and the players weren't happy about that. Even Phil Jones wanted to smack one up and Fletcher had to calm um, him down. Fam, it's mad. You can't have... <laughs> you can't have probably, like, the most... Um, the most maligned player in the squad, like on your head. It, I think, um, like obviously, I under, I think I underestimated the job at hand in terms of managing characters and managing individuals. But yeah, clear that it's just like it's just like with with anything in management. Like you need to come in and you need to have a certain gravitas to you, and you need to have. A sort of weight or like success behind you in order to command respect because like someone like Ronaldo who is if not one of the greatest if not the greatest player in the game one of the greatest players in the game 100% yeah. he's not gonna 
for he's not going to come and just take instructions. He's been coached by some of the best, you know. He's not just going to listen to um, a man who hasn't coached in two and a half years. He hasn't actually probably dealt with players at the caliber of Ronaldo's level. And mm-hmm. if he had, if he actually had that experience, um, Ragnick, then he probably wouldn't be second guessing himself so much and worried about whether he can do X or Y, whether it would disrupt the harmony of the team because he'd feel confident in himself. But it seems like he was suffering from a lack of self confidence um, because he's like it seems like he's almost in awe of some of the players. Yeah, it's it. it there's actually way too much for us to go through in that. Yeah. And even just in the athletic article, which again, you have to take some of these things with a pinch of salt. You can't necessarily say all of these unsubstant facts because they're going mm-hmm. off sources. People can, Chinese whispers, so someone can tell someone something and then someone tells somebody something else and the words are understood differently. So again, I'm not necessarily saying everything in there is true, um, but you can literally see like when they're talking about the disharmony in the team, for example, that's just evident. That's yeah, so see, and we've heard those these things all season. So, I don't know, man. It'll be interesting to see what happens next season. Even like apparently, some of the players are starting to question Bruno. That makes me happy, though. Yeah. That one, that one, I smiled when I saw yeah, that one. Facts. There's that a couple. Good. There's a couple tweets that up. Not tweets. Sorry, a uh, couple leaks that I've picked out, which I they seem to be recurring themes. So. Right. I just want to touch on them um, and a couple of interesting ones as well that I just yeah, yeah. I just found uh, amusing. Um, so the first one, because you know I've got to start with my boy. Um, senior figures at United attempted to persuade Marcus Rashford to sideline his off-field commitments to focus on regaining his form and fitness, but he instead chose to continue to combine both. I think we've heard this one before. If I'm not mistaken, I might just be being a hater. Um, no, I think something came out a few, maybe a month or two or three ago. Um, yeah. What is, what's your take on that? I'm going to ask Rodney, actually, because Rodney's been quiet for a while. See if he's, see if he's still here and, and awake. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Um, what's your take on that one? Like, necessary, unnecessary? How much can we get for him in the summer, man? That's all. How much is how much is the Labour Party willing to pay us for? <laughs> just take him, man. Just take him. Seriously, if you're going to put so Labour much Party, money yeah. to, well, that's he's a Labour, isn't it? He's not. No, Mr. Yeah, Green yeah. Party. He's Labour, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he needs to go over there. If that's man said, take, hire... take Starmer's job. That's funny. Yeah, whichever job you want, take it because they need a leader there, isn't it? But. Yeah, it's it's un it's unnecessary. Your your day job and the job that allows you to have such an influence in the political world, your bread and butter basically, you're not performing in. And for the club to say to you, yo, listen, maybe give that a little break for a minute and focus on the pitch. And for you to sort of think you can do both and then continue to play like one of the worst players I've I've seen at United for months. It's just a. It's just it just shows your commitment. Maybe it isn't football, and I, I don't know whether your nose your nose is out of joint because Ragnik hasn't given you a starting spot, but you're not deserving of it. So, I heard a few. I've heard a few things people saying, "Oh, he, he hasn't been given the minutes, or he feels he needs to start games." But starts at big clubs come with performances. They're not just given to you because you're 
um, a homegrown player or you was at the club for however long or or your past achievements. So, I don't know, man. For the club to say that to him, I think there's some friction. There's some friction there with the club. There's probably friction there. There was obviously friction there with Ragnik, and I think going into Ten Hag's um, tenure, I also think there'll be friction there. I don't see how a player, even with a preseason, I don't see how a player can go from that to that to his former self so quickly. And also, he's going to have to do so under a new manager, under a new structure, tactically. So, uh, it's not looking good for him. It's not looking good for him at all. And if the hierarchies are, as the report said, pointing out that maybe he should focus on football, with all the changes that are coming in, they may not have patience with him. They may decide, look, listen, after next season, we're going to cash in. And I wouldn't be mad. I really wouldn't be mad if... They sold Marcus Rashford. Obviously, it looks poor on the club, but I'm not the club, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> like he can go, he can go tomorrow, and I wouldn't really give a shit, to be honest with you. That's how poorly he's been playing. That he's come on, and that where you know, like you're having to find things like, oh, he's passed the ball. Well done, Marcus Rashford. Like it's just we didn't give we didn't give Martial this much rope, so I'm not going to do it with Rashford. I haven't been doing it with Rashford neither. Stevie, maybe Gaz has had a little bit more patience with him, but I believe. Pods that I've been on with Gaz, he's he sort of run out of patience with him. So this is next season is probably probably gonna be a make or break for him. A make or break for him because there's no time now with the new manager wanting to hit the ground running, talking about winning trophies. There's no time to carry any passengers. We already have quite a few passengers in the side already, and whether they're gonna be able to be moved on in the summer or not is is a different issue. But Marcus Rashford he definitely, it's definitely a season that's going to define his career at United and maybe his career as a whole, to be honest with you, because I don't know how many teams are going to pay what United are going to want for him or whether he, or whether he ends up like alone with an option to buy. <laughs> like, who would have thought? Like, who would have thought? Like, that's where we're, we're at with Marcus Rashford. But when your eye's not on the game, then boy, I don't know. Obviously, that's what the report suggests. Whether it is that or he's just going through a hard time or... You know, like he's a young player. He's been playing football for seven seasons now at United when we've been shit. And mm. a lot of those seasons, the pressure has fallen on him. So it could be a multitude of things, but you do feel like from the outside looking in that maybe his um, political influences and his work outside of football is affecting his ability to concentrate and perfect his art on the pitch. Well said, um, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna come to you. Um, what is it? Are, are you having that? Are you not? Do you think? Do you think he could combine both? Or do you think it might even just be? He just might not actually be good enough at football anyway. It's not even the look uh... at you trying to change. Look at, trying to shake. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not yeah, trying to do leading yeah, statements. Was, you know what I mean? Was, I'm just. I'm just trying to ensure. We explore all avenues on this very balanced. Ah, uh, look at you, <laughs> that PR man up. himself. Nice, nice. Um, uh, yeah, what's your what's your take on that on that statement? Do you think they're they're a bit out of order um, coming to Rashford like that? I think as his employ employees, yeah, right. That is right. Yeah, employers. Employers. Sorry, apologies, man. That's terrible for me, by the way. <laughs> um, I understand their concerns in terms of them speaking to him about it. I don't think they can necessarily dictate what he chooses, chooses to do. 
Um, and what he does with that information is up to him. But as his employers, the ones that pay him and the ones and it sounds mad, but and the ones that um that yeah, that pay his wages, I guess. I understand the premise, especially if he's not performing at work, because at the end of the day, the way you've got to view it is is um this is your job, right? Like you're getting paid and we're paying you. So I get the premise. Um I feel as though due to the fact he has been struggling on the pitch, it might have been worth taking a slight back seat for like a period of time to see if that would make a difference um, and if it did great then you can get back to if it, if it was affecting you at the time or there was a way for you to, to work around your commitments then then great um, but clearly there's something off with the guy man uh, he clearly doesn't look as just happy as a person like at any time uh, uh, and it's been a while it's been a while the last time I remember him see having a good performance for United was the Leicester game when he came on as a sub, and we even lost that four two. Mm. But uh, he scored. A, I think he's got a great goal where he sort of. I think when Lindelof made a, a clipped pass, um, yeah. and Rashford caught it on the diagonal, went beyond the beyond their defenders and, and lashed it past Schmeichel. So that was the last time I can remember him having a good game, and that might have been September. Mm. Something's off, man. And he actually hasn't been playing well for a while, but like at the odd game here and there, I remember like the Leicester game. So, <sighs> can you bring it back? That's I, a big question. I, I believe so. I, I don't think you can lose talent like that. But I do believe that him playing through a lot of those injuries, which are serious injuries, by the way, they're not just like one of the mill you're talking about back injuries, shoulder injuries, ankle injuries. That takes a toll on the body, man. It really does. And then, and then finding that rhythm back isn't is it necessarily the easiest thing to do, man? I still believe he can do it, but he's gonna have I to think prove. Go on. A, I think okay. he needs to get injured again and just play for injuries. That was probably that was, <laughs> that was when he was fire. That was when he's good, like <laughs> just just a, a little niggly knee or something, and just, you know that just play through that because that was when he was actually scoring goals. I think. Uh, do you know also the injuries thing is is a good point because. Being injury-free after, what are we saying, two seasons of him complaining about having a shoulder injury, a back injury, and and um, what else? That brings its own pressures because you're now injury-free. So people are expecting you to take your, I don't know, how many goals did he, did he get? 20, 25 a season? Right, he was, yeah, he was moving nuts. Yeah, so, so people are expecting you to now go from 20 to 25, 20, 25 to 30, 35, which isn't easy for any player. But you've got that added pressure that you you are injury free, so everyone says, oh, "Well, come on then, Rash, let's see what you got." So that comes with its own pressure. Let's be having well. you. Yeah, literally, let's be having you because you're injury free now, fella. And you've come out and you've come out and said that you're injury free, and you're looking to just kick on now. You so, know what? Yeah, I'm I'm someone that likes to look at someone's overall, and that's maybe the wrong word. But I'm gonna look at their discography and it what they've done over a period of time. Mm. And I think he's been better. He's been he's been more good than he has been bad for us. So oh, I'm sure. going to sure. stick Monica and say there's, there's still definitely there's definitely still for hope sure. for him. Um, for sure. But this season coming up is a big year because he's probably not played well as a footballer for like a year and a half. And obviously the World Cup is around the corner, bro. It's like a couple of months away. So if he's looking to go to the World Cup, he's going to have to buck up his ideas because you've got the likes of Foden potentially in his position. You've got Saka, Grealish, Raheem Sterling, I'm probably forgetting some people um, in terms I'm of that. 
you got San- Sancho who's trying to sort of get back involved in the setup as well. Oh, so got... safe that Bowen. Oh yeah, Jared Bowen's had a a, a crazy year. Bro, so. At the moment, he's not going. I'll be honest with you. There's no, oh. there's no, there's no spot for him on the plane unless he's going as like media. <laughs> like there's, there's no, there's no spot for him on the plane. I'm loving this Rashford segment. I hope Zebby hears this and foaming at the mouth because it's, it's one that um I feel the people need to hear without um. Sebi coming on to make jokes about it and then diverting the attention away but, from Russia, which is really good. I think it's been at. a fair one, bro. I don't think we've not yeah. killed him. I actually don't think yeah. we've done that. I, I, don't, quite... I don't know. Stevie hasn't really spoken on it much. I, yet, so yeah, we'll, we'll no, I'm. A minute. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be really balanced. It's still gonna yeah. be critical of Russia because I think I think in getting Ten Hag, we're giving him the best possible opportunity, right? He, he might he might claim that. He hasn't had a coach with a clear attacking <laughs> philosophy, for instance, um, and a coach that's allowed him to develop over the last few seasons. Um, and so I think this will give him the best opportunity. He hasn't played well for uh, 18 months in my eyes, but all top players have a period where they're not performing at their best. I mean, Kevin De Bruyne um, was anonymous for almost a year. So... I mean, it, it's not a foregone conclusion that he won't reach the heights he perhaps was um, believed to to reach. But I think for me, my qualm with Rashford is that the fundamentals have always been missing. Um, so, like, if you look at uh, if you look at the way he plays, his technical ability. Um, and his finishing, his intelligence, his movement, everything's all all a bit erratic for me. I think his outstanding qualities are his physical qualities. So his pace, I think his balance is fairly decent. But if I look at like his technical fundamentals, uh, his dribbling is not good to me. His shooting that, is a bit harsh, isn't it? I don't, I don't think so because. I've never seen Marcus Rashford as a player who can take on a man and with confidence, you know that this guy's beating this guy. I think it's more like, it's, I don't know, I'm not trying to insult him, but I genuinely think it's more chance. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't see it. Like, to me, like a really good dribbler is someone like, uh, like a Hazard, do you know what I mean? Or, I don't know, Dembele. At Barcelona, like I know, or even Luis Diaz is at Liverpool. I know when these lot get the ball, they're 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 beating their man. Whereas I don't see, I don't know, Mo Salah, for instance, as a really good dribbler. But Mo Salah is a really intelligent player. Do you know what I mean? Um, and so with Rashford, I think he's lacking um, the requisite qualities. I would say to make him a top player. And so I feel like the seasons in which he got some of these goals, I feel like they're almost like false false status. Um, <laughs> they probably they probably project him to be a player that I don't I don't think he ever was. Do you know what I mean? You know what I'll say? Yeah? You know what I'll say? I think he's actually someone that is is fairly good technically, but it's erratic and it's so when he's playing well. He's dribbling as most players, so it sounds like a get up, mm. uh, a, a cop out, but I'm I'm trying to explain it in a better way. Where when he's playing well, his technical base is actually so, fairly solid, if not good. 
Um, and when he's not necessarily playing as well, the the, the technical base completely falters. Yeah. So his shooting becomes crazy erratic. Loves doing that that um, knuckleball knuckle shot, ball. all that stuff. Like he he starts running the ball out of play, overrunning the ball, trying to do tricks, and it, and it doesn't work. Whereas I don't know. Even for me, when you look, when you said Hazard, for example, even if Hazard isn't necessarily having a good game, his technical base is still could, probably going to be there. Mm-hmm. Like the very fundamentals of what you'd say Hazard is really good at. So um, I, I think yeah, I'd call his technical base erratic rather than you know basic or or not very good. But that's that's the way I view it. He's still got he's still got enough raw components. I mean, he's how old is he now? He's what twenty four going on twenty five. Um, yes, yeah, I don't really I don't really want to call him raw because um, that's a bit of a cop out. But he's got enough there for a manager to mould. Personally, let's see, man. Yeah, I think it's gonna. I'm be sure good. there was other leaks. What were the other leaks for us to chop it up about anyway? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you want to move it on? Yeah, what? Sebi gave you a quick message. Was, uh, uh, nah, man, we, we gave Rush a good little 10 minutes. We there, did, man. we did, we did, we did. Mm-hmm. Um, we did on on that. Um, it's, it's slightly linked to Rashford, but um, one player apparently spoke disparagingly of any other competitor for his position, and some players found Anthony Ilanga's playing time mind boggling. Um, <laughs> which I just found hilarious. Um, do you think Ilanga has justified his minutes at United, given that obviously Rashford wasn't playing so well? Um, and do you think there's any hope for him um, in the coming season under Ten Hag? Uh, yeah, what do you take that one, bro? Um, it's all Rashford's fault, isn't it? That he's playing. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I don't. I don't think there's any hope for him next season. I don't think he has a. Um, a great technical floor. I think for the team to be good, the technical floor needs to be higher than what it is. And he doesn't raise the bar in any in any way. I think what he brings to the team is his work rate. And um, that's questionable, though, isn't it? It's Cause... not. It's not. It's not. His work rate is okay. If, if, even if you're going to say it's questionable, it's a lot better than some of the players who yeah. are supposed to be better players than he is. So. I think his work rate is something that maybe Ragnik could rely on where others weren't giving that to him. I think we saw in the the leaks from um, the Athletic and stuff that players weren't buying into his ideas. They weren't giving him the bare minimum, which is running and and work rate, and Alanga gave him that. So I think that's that combined with the fact that Rashford maybe hasn't been, not maybe, Rashford hasn't been performing that has got him minutes this season. I feel next season, with the football that Ten Hag wants to play, the technical floor is going to have to be a lot higher than it is. And players like Elanga, unfortunately, fall below that bar. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't even know if he's going to be a good enough squad player. I also I also found it mind-boggling that um, he got minutes this season, despite Rashford <laughs> being... Are you the leak, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I'm the fucking leak of uh, that guy because I don't under I. It must be the fact that he's probably the only black Swedish guy around. Why he's got minutes like you know you got to feel the equality uh, quota <laughs> at the club. But seriously though, I don't um. Letting a mad go, and keeping him is this. We paid a lot of money for a mad, and I think a mad's an infinitely better player. 
So if you if if Alango was going to get obviously you couldn't have um, foreseen that Rashford being so bad and others going to jail and stuff like that, but yeah, him getting minutes and then there's players I believe you guys have said that are um, in the under twenty threes that are infinitely better than he is. Mm. So yeah, I don't, I don't see where he fits in next season. I'll be surprised, and if if that is who Ten Hag is going to put his hopes in. Then uh, we're in for we're in for a rocky road next season, bro. Because and you know what? It wouldn't surprise me because managers have come in and we thought, yeah, they're gonna sack off this player. They're not gonna respect this player's qualities, and they continue to play these players. We're not there in training. We're not there when um they do their team bonding or whatever. So we don't know whether players are not starting for reasons other than footballing. But like managers have come in and we thought like McTominay, Fred. Uh, Maguire, Shaw, like a load of players we thought they'd drop and opt to sign new players it, and it just hasn't happened over the years. Not only those players that are in the squad now but previous players we've said oh, that, that player's not going to make it and before you know it that player's still playing and then yeah. you've got players from the academy like McTominay who probably aren't the best of their age. I'm not, I'm not, I'm only going on what you guys have said because I don't watch academy ball but I'm guessing McTominay wasn't the best of his age group. I'm guessing Alanga isn't the best of his age group. So these, like, why are these the players that are coming through? So, yeah, I, there isn't a, there, there can't be a spot. I, w- I would really, really question Ten Hag if there's a spot for Alanga. Obviously, if he performs under Ten Hag, then whatever. But I'd really question his um, ability to identify players if he, if that's who he sticks with. Say no more. Um, I'm just going to read out a couple more quotes, which I just found amusing. No need to comment on them. But um, if you if you want to, then uh, feel free. Uh, so those close to uh, one United player referred to Ragnick as specs behind his back. The squad's disillusionment was a source that of... That never fast- happened. That never happened. 100%. 100%. That, yeah, yeah. 100%. The squad's disillusionment was a source of fascination to Sir Alex Ferguson, who used back channels to gauge the mood. I just... 100% again. Definitely. I don't... He needs... He needs he, you know what, yeah? <laughs> you know what, yeah? The third is Fergie guy. <laughs> he's actually... He's, bro, he's living long enough to be a villain in my no, eyes. He's, that, that is he's because, becoming, becoming senile. Yeah, I don't... I, I don't know if I... Whoa, whoa. Those are my words. You're gonna people. say something outrageous, isn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna but listen, he's living long enough to be a villain. I think at this point, I'm gonna go as far as, as to say he ran from the grind a little bit in the season he left. Mm. I felt I felt he I felt he knew there's no more that he could do with the with the level of players that he had and the squad that he was left with and um teams that were coming up and and things like that. I, he ran from the grind, and now, like the decisions that he that he's been making since, or like this, uh, the things that you hear that are working against the club, maybe in hindsight, or maybe at the time as well. That I, I just think for him, he needs to just be an ambassador and go on them stadium tours or whatever it is he does, or like dinners, whatever. But stadium tours, you know. Yeah, <laughs> whatever it is he does, because. Back to what I don't understand why you're back channeling to gauge the dressing room. That's to what, what is to what to what benefit other than undermining the current manager? 
Oh, like, that, falls in line, that falls in line with that thing with Chris Armas, isn't it? I think the Athletic said that um, that Chris, oh, Chris yeah. Armas guy told him his CV of where, where he'd coached. And Fergie said something smiling like, oh, you're going to need more than that to survive here or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's just it's just bullshit, bro. Like you need to, my... again, pinch of salt for sure. You definitely take these things with a pinch of salt, but no, I don't. I, I believe every, everything that I hear on everything I hear on this man, everything I hear on this man at this minute, I believe. You could tell me anything, and I believe it. He's definitely working against us. He's de- I'm convinced of it. He's working <laughs> against us. He was against Ten Hag. He wanted Pochettino, and after uh, I've. After the season Pochettino had, if you add all the caveats and the context of being at PSG, la di da why would you want to bring that man here? Yes, yeah, like he's, he's still a good manager, but why? Would, looking at all of that, him going to an actual big club because Man United has not run any much better than PSG. So mm-hmm. he's going to come here, and the environment's going to be similar. Just it's not going to be the same issues, but he's going to have issues that severely undermine him as a manager. So. I don't understand why you why you'd be campaigning so hard for Poch. That's boy. I, I, for me, obviously, he's he's the one of the greatest managers to ever grace the game. So he he probably can assess Pochettino better than I can. But just looking at last season's last season's form and the way PSG were playing, like I get cool. There are there is a bit of context to um, Poch's time at PSG, but. I, I, I don't know if you want uh, where we wanted to go and what we want to do and if you if we're going to use Liverpool and um, City as models then you want a man you, you do want a manager like Ten Hag but also the, the game's the game's moved on son like oh, you, you ain't been in the game for 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 a decade now like how much sway and influence it's not it's not prudent to give you or to allow you to wield so much influence. Um, because it's it's like with any job, like if you are out of a job for a decade, like things have moved on. The way you perhaps run isn't the way we can still run things. And obviously we know Fergie used to run uh United from top to bottom. I'm sure the um the coaching department, if you include all the analysts and and all of those extra jobs now, it must be probably like double the size um, of when he was there. And a lot of that's necessary. And so I, I'm i not sure whether the lens he's looking at things at is um, is the right lens that's needed for this time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If he get if he if he if we were to hire him next season, he's getting slapped. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting slapped. A hundred percent. I don't even yeah. want to do this to. I don't even <laughs> want to do this to to him because he's a father figure to me. He's given me so much joy. But you're pissing me off now, Bob. Yeah. No one's above reproach, and right enough now you're pissing enough. me off. Enough. Enough is enough. It's time to go. Like, come on. I will help you pack your bags and go Facts. because. Oh man, it's not, I can't believe I'm doing this. You know, they've got me so <laughs> Bob. I'm not I'm myself. Man's going there. I'm not my I'm going at Fergie. Like we'll, I spent five minutes going at the greatest manager at the club. Like he's given me so oh, much good times, but, but oh, I've, I've someone's got to get it. Someone's got to get it. Someone's got to get it. And it's been Rashford and Fergie. <laughs> <laughs> that man are gonna hold that. <laughs> yeah. I feel better actually. <laughs> 
Who would have thought we'd be here, eh? Um, hey. Uh, guys are speaking no I don't want to be associated to this I'm going to say I ain't saying a word man he's not he's not commenting on this at no. all <laughs> what's um, the next anyway let's move cool. on uh, Cavani Cavani couldn't believe that it got dark outside at 3pm in winter I just find that absolutely apparently he was pissed about the number 7 thing as well yeah 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 um, and being told to fight for his place do you know what's funny do you know what's funny if he's pissed about that bro the same thing happened with Oh no, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. I was gonna say the Marshall, but that was with Ibra. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like brother, I get it. Everybody has their like humans by nature have egos. At various levels, people have different egos. Like it's, some have bigger egos than other. But a player of Cavani's ability and what he's done in the game. I understand it. I get why you'd be annoyed by that. And he'd probably like I think I read somewhere that he probably doesn't join. If or he probably doesn't stay. Fine, yeah. If Ronaldo yeah. came before he made that decision, which yeah. I which I also get, I also get because Ronaldo comes in now, you're not you're not getting the minutes, you're not getting them, and he probably would have got if Ronaldo doesn't come here. And what happens with certain other players still happens. He probably gets a lot more minutes, whether he does anything with those minutes anyway. But yeah, I get it, man. From, from an ego perspective, I a hundred percent get it because I'm not going to be happy with that. Like I've, I've decided to stay another year. I probably didn't even want to stay another year, but I've decided to stay another year. And then you've gone and signed the greatest, one of the greatest players ever. So now in my position, so now I'm not going to get game time. I'm going to be on the bench, but I'm, I'm, I still consider myself the man. That's so the what is this? So you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to take the piss out of you. Look, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say when I play. Every week. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna say when I play, I'm gonna be injured every week. I'm gonna do whatever I want because you man have shown me that you don't rate me. Otherwise, you don't you don't you don't sign Ronaldo. So you've shown me you don't rate me. So hey, what's gonna happen now? I tell you when I'm available. If you don't like it, that's your business. So I I get it from his his perspective, man. It's it's an ego thing, and I get it. Eric Bailly seems to be making... I, I don't know if Bailly himself is a leak, but it's that this guy is... He's absolutely been slating Maguire in the um, in the changing room. Um, it said he questioned how Maguire could continue to start for United whilst underperforming. And I think we've heard that one plenty of times. Um, times. Also heard he went AWOL uh, during the AFCON and came back injured, to which apparently... Ragnick blasted him. Um, How can you go able? I think he reported back late. I might have that. I might have that wrong. But he certainly, he certainly did something that that uh, was unexpected of him. Um, and then apparently Ragnick tore into him in front of the whole squad. Um, another player claimed Maguire wasn't good enough, and several teammates agree that Fernandez's wasteful approach is a problem. Boy. They're finally um, seeing it. Yeah, they're fine. Do you yeah. think they, they? They must have known, right? Oh, the they players. This is the players, right? Got you, got you. Yeah, it's the players. Sorry, yeah, the players. Knew. Sure, sure. Mentioned it like earlier on in the season. Like, yeah, I think he's it. Literally went on record to say, I, I, I don't know how he does it. Like, gives the ball away so much, <laughs> but he'll get a goal. I remember sure saying That's something funny, along them lines. Um, yeah, like I don't even care now that people are catching on and the players are catching on because. We have been saying it for how long? As we generally do with things like this, where mm. people have got their head buried 
in the sand and then it comes to light and then it's like all different type of excuses as to why they didn't see it when we saw it. So it will be interesting to see how Ten Hag deals with that wastefulness and that level of boneheadedness and that bozo behaviour and like, uh, I don't know, maybe you have to get him back on penalties. You know, <laughs> bring up the numbers. Yeah, bring um, up the numbers. I, f- I found De Gea's quotes interesting as well, though. Um, he, he said, uh, once you want to stay at the club, stay. And if you don't want to stay, go out. You don't have to stay here. And then he said, um, hopefully the new manager can bring in good uh, good players with good character. So, like, yeah. right, clearly he's saying there's, there's some rotten heads. Definitely. Yeah, 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 I wonder what camp he sits in, in terms of, because it seems there's obviously, there's the British camp and then there's the, the sort of it's Portuguese a... contingent with uh, with Ronaldo and Cole. I wonder what squad. He doesn't sit anywhere. I don't. I don't think he sits anywhere. I think he's just on his own. Like, his, maybe he's with Matter and that a little bit, but mm. I think he just. I think he's just more of a fence guy. I'm surprised to hear him, to hear him come out and say that. Actually, it's probably the last player I'd expect to sort of publicly attack his teammates. And I and for the life of me, I can't figure out in particular who he's talking about. Like, I generally couldn't tell you who those particular bad apples are. Like, I can tell you bad players on the pitch, but character-wise, I, I, I don't... I couldn't tell you who... Apart from the players that maybe want to leave, I couldn't tell you... I think... Um, I think McTominay... Oh, I hate that I have to talk about this guy, but I think <laughs> he's even come out and spoke about the character issue. Ralph did the same thing um, at the end of the game. I think Ralph said something along the lines of, uh, "Let me see if I can actually find it." Uh, yeah, I just wonder who who they who they are yeah, referring to because I look around the squad and I don't see personalities, let alone bad apples. So I think bad apples one... though. Bad apples can be good apples in the right environment as well. So yeah, if if, if someone like Eric Bailly isn't happy, cool. for example. Yeah. He's gonna bring down the mood of other players. Same with I think people yeah. have said the same about Pogba before, where he's not been happy. He's yeah, such okay. an influential person that the people that follow Pogba are gonna kind of lean towards the same same I, line of yeah. thinking. I think Bayi is is probably one of those. Probably like not intentionally, but I think obviously just him being unhappy with the situation, um, calling out Maguire. I don't know in public or or private channels and and obviously wanting to move as well. Um, and I heard he was quite influential in the dressing room anyway. I mean, even when we... Was it when we won the Europa? Like He's, um, he's, a, he's a lovable character when, yeah, you when, could when see, he brings the guy in well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could see that he was he was a popular character in the dressing room. So I can imagine him and Pogba. I mean, I know... I think it was Pogba, Ronaldo, Varane and... One more player. I can't remember who went to um, went to start a meeting with Ragnick about uh, changing the team's tactics. Four four two. But yeah, and they left behind uh, what do you call it? Uh, wow. Maguire didn't consult Maguire. So I can imagine maybe if McTominay is in the Maguire camp, he's looking at that kind of behaviour as as suspect. So I think I mean, just it is though. Ragnick. It is though, isn't it? Is it is, really... but if you don't if you don't trust the guy, um, and I think that but that's good. At the end of the day, he's the club captain. Why? 
So it's it, whichever way you want to look at it, it is it is detrimental to the overall morale of the squad. So actually, I understand what you lot are saying now. And those leaks about if you're, go on, if you're club captain, why do I need to give you a kick up the bum to have this conversation? To me, that's tough though because I'm club captain, but you're fuck you're Cristiano Ronaldo, man, like. Like I, Maguire doesn't seem like someone to me that can come and tell Ronaldo anything if he's if he's if he's club captain. It doesn't matter. So someone like I don't know. I would give a different example. If Ibra was still yeah. United and he was club captain, well, that conversation is still to, that would be had between them two. There's a respect level. There's a they're similar. I guess not similar in parity, but in terms of like status, I guess, and and the characters, they're very similar. Both believe in themselves. Both yeah. have got big but, egos. Maguire isn't. Sorry, you go. No, go on, go on, go on. What what I was even saying is that as captain, I think Maguire should be more in tune. And it's not even that he should be more in tune. Like, you know, the environment of the dressing room and things aren't working out well. So Maguire should be the one taking on that responsibility. Uh, he doesn't need to consult Ronaldo. But you if you're in a group chat with the team, like as captain you should be thinking of actions that you can take. It's just like, I don't know, like how if you have a senior member of staff, I shouldn't have to be, um, I don't know, like if I'm your your uh, your right-hand man, I shouldn't have to wait for someone else to go and take that action. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You, you. you should be doing that and taking on that responsibility yourself. But um, yeah, clearly it's not, it's not transpired that way. Um, and I think that's probably one of uh, Ten Hag's biggest issues to solve by who he's going to name captain if it's going to be Maguire and I think Bruno and Martial might might have been problematic as well Bruno in terms of like how's Bruno still starting he gives the ball all the time he complains all the time he never mm. really doesn't seem to hold himself accountable it seems yeah. and then obviously Martial who's who just seems like a miserable arsehole anyway most of the time <laughs> um, and then obviously he wanted to leave he wasn't able to leave then he was and it's like Martial, someone that's been here a long time as well. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah facts. All right, cool. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna h- hover over some some quick questions. Um, oh. just so that we do a, a mini a mini review of this season. Um, biggest disappointment of the season, um, excluding obviously uh, our previous right winger. Um. Uh, the season, uh, the whole season, the whole season, everything. <laughs> there's not been, there's not been, you know what it is. Um, there's, there's not been anything to, 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 to be positive about. Nothing. There's not been a player's performance to enjoy. There's not been any brand of football to enjoy. There's not been any young players that have really been given a chance to come through. If we're honest, actually, yeah, Alanga, but yeah, no. So. No, the whole season. If I'm going to highlight a particular game, I would say it was one of the Liverpool City games. Or even though you expect to lose, you do 100%. I'm not surprised we lost. But uh, the United City game where they had like 80% possession was just was just horrible. Yeah. Uh, and, the, and, the Liverpool, and the Old Trafford won Liverpool. The five, was it 5-0? With Oli? Yeah, it yeah. was. Fucking hell. No, mate. Yeah. Uh, what was the question? Biggest disappointment of the season. Oh man. Um, <laughs> Jaden Sancho. 
Fair. Oh, good. Fair. 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 I mean, the, I just, I just want to touch on. It. Obviously, we're doing a season review now, so he was our most expensive signing that summer. Um, gosh, he's been so underwhelming, man. Just, I'm gonna go. I don't, I'm gonna go as far as he's a, he's been a coward on the ball. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, he's, been a, he's been a coward on the ball. Um, I always say this about top players. There's a bar you should not drop below, and that 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 bar is your fundamentals. So, like, if you aren't going to be able to do the extra stuff that sets you apart from um, the average player or good players, if you are the top player that Sancho is, if you aren't going to be able to do those game in, game out, which sometimes you're not, sometimes you go through bad form. The For me, the bare minimum is, is you keep your fundamentals. And for um, Sancho, there was points in the season where his fundamentals as a footballer deserted him. His ability to pass the ball was a little bit meh. His ability to like keep possession was a bit meh. Like uh, his his work rate like was a bit it wasn't there. Like even I don't even like his body shape and like they didn't look like he was fit and uh, it did so. I think it's fair to say with Jaden, yeah, is that for someone that who who we just go in with such expectations because we know there's a good player there. That's mm. the disappointing part because I don't think any of us don't think he's good at all. Even the people that make, you know, people that might back Rashford to slight him or mm. back someone else to slight him. We know he's, a at, at worst, a very good player. He might not be the, uh, the elite of the elite. Actually, he isn't. Yeah, he's nowhere near that. But he's a very good footballer with a lot of potential and we just haven't seen it this season at all. Yeah, we've seen not, it in... He has. Yeah. Yeah, um, No, not I even, just... I, I'm not even... We haven't even seen it in... I haven't seen... What I thought I would see, even in glimpses, even in, I, I feel like what we've seen in glimpses is just a lot better than what we've seen as a whole. Yeah. Because the, I, I've the, when people have oh he's played really good and I go back and I watch a game or I watch his compilation and I think, hmm, is this what we paid seventy? Is it seventy-seven million pound for? I get it. It's your first season, but it's not really a transitional period for you. You're you grew up in the English game, like this isn't new to you. So, and there's players that have come in January who are new to the league who have hit the ground running. Boy. So, um, it, it doesn't look good on him. He's been a disappointment. And another disappointment for me would be Ralph Ragnick. Oh, yeah. I feel like he's been so disappointing. Like, he, you know, like when these football heads of the game they yeah. talk and you respect their opinion like when we was linked to him he, like he, sp- he spoke so well like his understanding of the game is elite like the way he speaks about it he understands the game and then he came in and to abandon your ideas I would say after two or three games yeah. I'm also going to call him a coward yeah he's a coward Come on, man! Two or three games, you've you've abandoned your four-two-two-two or whatever. Like you've abandoned that, and then this whole thing where you've created this sort of shield around yourself by criticizing the club week in week out <laughs> to, di- to divert from the fact that you put in a re- you've put in the worst managerial run of games I've seen at United. <laughs> 
Like that is the worst run of games I've seen. You can't lose football matches and then come out and say, well, you know what? Edward Wood is a prick. Brother, you just lost a football match 5 0, 4 0. Like, what are you talking about? You know what? Yeah. That Ralph guy, yeah. I'm going to phone Bouncer and see if I can do a wicked and bad four. We need to get to the ring. <laughs> I'm on to him because that fucking little Eden. I know I like it. He, he, there was a period where he roped us in and I thought, ooh. Yo. The players are just letting him down. Like he was coaching W's. And that was like, it was a small period. And then for him to say, I think he even came out and said, after Atletico Madrid, it was difficult for him and the players. Uh, that's quite interesting because from Atletico Madrid onwards is when the games got hard. <laughs> so what are you saying? The game, like, what, like, you're saying it's the players and I've got right. because the games got difficult. Like from Atletico Madrid, we had a crazy run and everybody panned you. Everybody slapped you except Conte. <laughs> it was, it's crazy. Everybody when he came in, when, we, when he came in, I think our next 11 games yeah were all against teams in the bottom half or all of them like that and we thought yeah we are gonna pick up points and pick up steven oh my god it so, just went the complete opposite way he he's been perfect and it just goes to show that management isn't like like you can be a data analyst all you want you can have philosophies this mm-hmm. and that like 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 many are many are called, but few are actually chosen. Like top top level managers, there's yeah, actually so good. many aspects to it. And yeah. yeah, for for a man who hadn't coached a side in two and a half years, and if you look at the um, the actual caliber of clubs he coached, uh, yeah, it's laughable that we even thought this guy was going to turn around. Uh, it's just, it's just, um, yeah, he's been he. I would say above Sancho, he he's been the biggest dis- the biggest disappointment. Like I didn't, I really, really from the way he spoke about the game and the way he wanted to implement it, and like the way everybody said he's a godfather of this, he's that, he's to come in with almost a father like authority. Like yeah, I'm this man, and then you've just been everybody slapped you, uh, even you Vieira. When- <laughs> like oh, when uh, when Klopp praised him. Yeah, then I knew. I think it was Klopp and Pep, and you know yeah, when they both praised him. Pep does it? Yeah, does it on a like I'm sunning you thing. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna give you some pity praise. That's when I thought, yeah, this guy, nah, he's finished. Um, yeah, well, I he's finished. I've seen the evidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's <laughs> done. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, you know what? I'm such a hater. I'm gonna watch him in his managerial role for. Is it Austria? <laughs> Austria. <laughs> That's how much of a hater I am, and I'm gonna pray for his downfall in that in that as well because. You bastard. Honestly, you um, bastard. He was taking a piss. He said we needed 10, 11 signs. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. That's like being, that's like you're in a relationship with your missus and you've just said, look, you need to change, you need to change everything about yeah. yourself. She's not going to be for you, is she? Yeah. <laughs> like you've got 10 players that need to play on you, bro. And you've, it's, you're it's criticizing crazy. them week in, week out. What, what do you expect? From that that squad, then they're not going to play for you, are they? They're Nobody's going to play for, for play for a manager who's publicly publicly said we need ten new players. Although he didn't say who they were, ten players is literally half the fucking yeah, I squad. I think he, I think he said excluding the goalkeeper. Oh, see, <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? If um, if I'm talking from like a fan perspective, I'm happy he's calling out those pricks. Fuck them all, win it. 
<laughs> you're, you're talking like from a logical perspective, which is the right thing to do, I guess. Then that, yeah. as a manager, in any field of work, if you're managing people, like you have to have them on side. If they're not on side, they're not going to perform for you or give their best. That's in any field of work, corporate, right. uh, mm. cleaners, fucking anyone. We're human beings with emotions and feelings in it. Like, so yeah. I agree with you in that. Like him calling them out every week, although I fucking loved it because I hate those pricks. Fuck them all. Yeah, especially that, that Portuguese cunt. Fuck him, innit? Pussy old. But I get it. I, 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 he, it wasn't the right approach. He's too... He's no, too he was too forward with it. Yeah. One source said they did not give a shite about Ragnick's advice. And how could you when he's, he's giving you advice and slagging you off in the media? Like, yeah, like, he's, like, just, like, he's just absolving himself of all blame. It's, it's yeah, and, he's, and you know what? I'll give him credit. To that extent, because he's done a fantastic job with it. Like yeah. a majority of match day fans, majority of I would say delusional fans, uh top reds, whatever you want to call them, they're thankful. Yeah, yeah. They're, they actually really, really appreciate what they believe he's done for the club. Yeah. And it's and I don't I, so a lot of what he said, although it's a little bit more detailed. Than we could have imagined, we already knew. Yeah, facts. So to be honest with you, brother, we all knew we needed 10 new players. But you're right. the manager right now, so you don't need to be saying that. When you said it, there was still a chance we could have got top four. Like, so you're you're working against yourself here, like, and you're telling the stuff you're saying, although fans enjoyed it, I enjoyed it to an extent. We already knew it's nothing new, brother. What you're saying is nothing new to us. Like we've been we've been doing this for a decade. This is not our first rodeo, bro. We know what the problems are at the club. And yes, you're yes, it's nice to hear a manager going against the grain. But bro, you're the manager of United at the moment. So you going against the grain is directly working against what the fans ultimately need, and that is success of some sort. And Coward. the fact that they've they've decided to put success of some sort to a side and just r- r- sort of celebrate the fact that they've had what they feel is revelations. Oh, my God, he said this about the Glazers. He said this about the structure. Bro, man's been saying that on pods for close to two years now. Oh. Yeah, where's my where's my accolades then? <laughs> Give me my... Where's our accolades? Because we've been saying this for two years, yeah? Come and shout us out because we've been saying this for two years when the top reds were talking their nonsense. So it's just the fact that he's managed. I I believe that's why he brought in the psychologist because he said to my man, "Yo, listen, this is ain't this ain't gonna go how we thought it's gonna go." So I need you to tell me. Apparently, the psychologist, um, like it was an open door policy, and no one went to see him. Why would they? That's what it makes. It makes like. Of course, who's gonna just go and see a random psychologist that this you guy are, like, are you? in the press is is telling you to visit? Of course, no one's gonna go and see him. They're not gonna of trust course. him. Of course, no one's gonna go and see him. therapy comes with its own stigma, number one. And number yeah. two, that's you're an interim manager. That's a psychologist that's going in, in two or three months. Why am I gonna come and tell you, oh, like if I'm Luke Shaw, for instance, oh, I might like men. And I'm really struggling. Oh, I'm really struggling. I'm really struggling at the moment. Like, I'm not gonna I tell a man that. Like, come on, you're not gonna go to my man and tell him that, are you? You're crazy, bro. You're crazy. <laughs> you're insane. It's actually insane. I'll tell you what, though. Rashford uh, needed that fucking therapist, mate. 
Tell you that. You know, uh, but he, again, he's not going to go. He's not going to go to that phase. I'll tell yeah. you what, he would rather come and chat to us and tell Let's us what the problem is. Yeah, he man. would prefer to chat to his jeweler than that fucking therapist, bro. <laughs> <laughs> his dog he'd prefer to chat to you no one's going to talk to that guy you've just put him here for a payday you brought man through for a payday one little move yo bro these men are these men are giving away money yo come true come true he's probably not even a psychologist yeah man what's that film there where um is it DiCaprio is playing bare different roles? He's like, oh, 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 yeah, yeah. He's some he brought in bare man, like I brought in a psychologist, I brought in this, I brought in that. It's just it was one big heist, yeah. One big <laughs> heist, one big, and I'm everyone's been paid and they're gonna go their separate ways. He's now gonna do his managerial and now, role, and now he's got a new job in Austria, right? yeah. He's and now he's gonna swindle them oh, as well, <laughs> swindle them. <laughs> Moving mad, the 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 United Swindler boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for me, because I, I got a comment on this, uh, Rashford definitely my biggest disappointment of this. Season. You had to, innit? I had to. You had to. had to. There was no way I was ending this podcast without doing that, man. That's, you had to. Absolutely shambles. No, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say, is that really the biggest disappointment? Because you expected that. How can you be disappointed no, with something you expected? No, because Muga Mafia managed to spin me, innit? They, they did not. Who spin you? The spin doctors had me. I'm not going to name names, yeah? Who but, had, no, who had you? I need to know because no, I'm not gonna I, name names. You your, are, I thought but you held your corner. Starts with S and rhymes with Webby. Yeah, but you draw your own conclusions, innit? You're yeah. so, stupid. <laughs> 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 that, that was good too. I like that. Yeah, well done. Bravo, <laughs> bravo, 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 bravo. Um, but yeah, guys, before you joined this this uh this chat, yeah, they were telling me that um son son wasn't better than Rashford. Yeah, they were telling me that Salah was on the same level as Rashford, and and I was stunned. I was stunned. I couldn't believe you what I was Dave. You're lying. Don't say Dave. <laughs> say one person, bro. Dave. Right. <laughs> like, I, like, like I said, in it, you draw your own conclusions. If you want to, <laughs> you want to rewind the pod thirty seconds and do some analysis, you can do that in it. But I'm trying to figure it out, man. But it's tough. I can't <laughs> Webby, yeah. oh man, Doctor Shebby, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's mad, man. It's very... Some we've had, we've had some outrageous shouts here. Yeah, we've but... had some outrageous comments. So I was, I was buying into the machine, and I, I, I wanted to believe that Rashford was um, a player of incredible talent and the guy that after playing for two years with his back Brock, everyone was telling me, oh, the new Rashford, we're going to get back. Oh, he's going to be amazing. <laughs> oh, he's going to be so strong. They were feeding me articles in the chat. Oh, this is the best I've felt in, in two years. I feel so strong. They were, they were sending me videos of a striker hitting the target of an empty goal in one week. With his, thoughts, with his thoughts up and that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thought, okay, you know what? This guy can hit the target. He's going to be amazing for us. Yeah. He'll be very sneaky right now. Sneaky Stevie. What? That's what you're being right now because you did you did not buy none of that. I saw you in the chat throwing throwing out your slander. Not even slander, throwing out your opinion. And 
You didn't buy none of that. This is well, why your biggest appointment is very but, disingenuous right now. But, 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 as bad or as as low as I might have rated him, I did not expect this. Like, what he's delivered, yeah, yeah, it's is is it's bad. It's really, really bad. And he he doesn't even have like the bly of Sancho, like coming into a new environment, maybe not a, adapting or adjusting with the position. Sancho's also not got the same phys- level of physicality that Rashford has. So I just would have expected like just more. And he you see how you said like certain players, you don't expect them to drop beneath a certain level. Sancho yeah. dropped and he hid the air, but my God, I would have preferred Rashford to hide than what he showed. Uh, I'm, a, I'm the opposite. I'm the, I, I think if you're going to hide in football matches, then that's, that's a bit... What I actually like about Rashford, not many things, but what I actually like about Rashford is that he keeps trying. That is, to me, you have to keep going. You but have to have to keep going. That's and fun in games, but if Rashford was called... Bruno Fernandes, and he kept trying the nonsense he was doing. No, 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 but he's trying to find form. So mm. This is that's Bruno's game. Yeah, that is his funda- That is Bruno's fundamentals. Like <laughs> we're, we're trying to get Rashford back to a point. Like this is just Bruno. That's, so you know what? I don't want to make a Rashford yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Let's not make it a Rashford show. What? What's the um? What other season reviews? What's your big, uh, biggest uh, W? Like, what have you enjoyed about the season? First, first, first day of the season, Leeds. And you know what is crazy? After that Leeds game, I said this is a false result because we always pam Leeds. That's the one thing everybody Oli, does. Oli Gunner, teams anyway. Yeah, Oli Gunner is good for pam and Leeds because they go man for man for some stupid reason against us. And Scott yeah. McTominay typically has his best game in the season. That was where it peaked for me. Oh, and I went, I went, uh, I went OT. So I got to see Ronaldo Hattrick, which is uh okay. um, what do you call it? What do you call it? Um bucket list item. I don't have there's uh, there's nothing I enjoyed of the season. Absolutely yeah. not even Oli's sacking. I didn't even really enjoy that to like, be that honest. brought me great joy, I'm not gonna lie. But... I didn't I didn't I didn't really enjoy that because um yeah, I just didn't get anything. There's not. There's nothing from the season that I can take away and say, "Yeah, that brought me that joy." Good. I'm just trying. To, I'm just trying to think. While you're thinking, I'm going to pose another question. Go we on. have four midfielders leaving the club this summer. Yeah, all who you might question their careers at United: Lingard, Matic, Pogba, and Mata. Rank them in order best to worst. Um, go on, guys. I'll let you go. Uh, best or worst in what regard, though? Impact at United. So, uh, Matic and uh, uh, oh, that's tough, man. Um, uh, Pong was probably giving me the best moments. Oh, but Lingard's given us some cup final winners, no. Mm-hmm. He has, he has, that he has. Fuck. I'm trying to, Pogba gave us City 3-2. Like, I, yeah. I can't base it off. Pogba's it, given us some great seasons as well, like numbers-wise. The back end of the 1920 season, I think when 
think yeah. he got something. Yeah. He's, right. he's definitely the best of the bunch. He's um, by far. I think the worst, I mean, the worst of the bunch is Mata. And that's, I, that's not even necessarily really playing. Um, I don't think he's been bad for us. Um, I don't know what impact. Apart from him coming on the helicopter, <laughs> I don't know what impact. Nah. I don't read his blogs either, so he hasn't in my life. I think he's been he was a he was a good squad player for us who didn't necessarily ever really get a chance to play firstly in a position that suits him, suits him best. And by the time he might have even he was too old. He was already slowing down. Don't get me wrong, still technically probably one of the best we've got, but I one field though, he gave us one field. Yeah, he gave us one. I was just about to say I don't even give a shit about that. He, he's got he's the least impactful out of the bunch. Lingard oh, gave Matt, us that Matic, finals. Matic is Matic gave us gave, giving us some nah, monster classes, was, man. Uh, Do you remember yeah. that scream against? Remember that scream against Palace? Yeah, giving, yeah, but then, but then Matic, Matic well. against Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, but Matt, I'm gonna go, Matt, man. That guy's he's been irrelevant for so long. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he's like, been but... irrelevant for so long. I'm gonna say my order's gonna be front best of worst: Pogba, Lingard, um, Matic. Then I, I want to say Lingard Pogba just to spite this year, innit? But I'm probably going to say Pogba Lingard Matic. I want to say, I would, I would want to say, if you gave me different players, then I could probably work with um, going against Pogba. But just from those, <laughs> just from those players, this year's going to survive another day. He's not going to have to be tearing his, what he's got left of his hair. Oh. Um, I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna have to drop Pogba into second. I'm sorry, like not that I think Jesse's career at United was necessarily That's, uh, as far. You can't. I, what's but, your reasoning? That's just disappointment, isn't it? He's just no, no, no. I'm not. Having, I'm not having that. I know that's not the question I asked, but yeah, it, what are you talking? About? What's the impact? Like, do, come on, now. you got you you got you got you got to. I don't like Lingard. I think that's why I actually <laughs> genuinely don't like that guy. So, as a man or as a player, as as a man, as a player, like he he shouldn't be part of Boxhead Lighty gang. I don't want him part of our gang. <laughs> he, he needs to dust because that thing that he was doing where he's letting his brother. I don't know if he let his brother, but he didn't pattern his brother. He didn't pattern yeah. those people around him. And I think he was being. I think um, regarding him not getting his move to West Ham, and I think regarding his loans, uh, like his refu- United refusing him loans, I think he, he he was misleading the people a little bit because this summer he is going to get wherever he goes, he's going to get a signing on fee. So it made sense why he's him and his agents only wanted a loan in January, and then they decided, you know what? Yeah, we'll take it permanent. We'll lose out on a signing bonus and we'll go to West Ham. But West Ham didn't want to meet our value valuation. So I think he's been very, very um he's acted like he, yeah, like he's acted like an angel. Yeah, disingen- he's acted like an angel when you've had your own agenda, bro. Like I don't get me wrong. If I'm in your position, that signing on bonus, boy, I'm doing whatever I can to get that. But you got you got to be. For me, you've got to be open about it. You've got to say, yeah, like, we can you really be open about it? But for me, I'd probably say, look, in the summer, I'm going as a free agent, and we know what that comes with. So, but whether he can do that, I'm not. It's not great PR, is it? But I just feel like 
it ended messy for him. It ended really messy for him, and I and I don't like um, his brother saying he was in jail and stuff like that. You're at Manchester United earning whatever you're earning. You're hardly in jail, bro. Yeah, he's not. You're hardly in jail. Like, there's people in jail, there's people in jail right now smelling their cellmate shit. Well, imagine you've been on man today, you know. Like, there's there's people in jail smelling their cellmate shit, and his brother said, yeah, something along those lines that Lingard is in jail. Bro, shut up. He's earning that. Like, I get he's not playing football, but come on, man. You you can't... That parallel is just crazy. And I, I don't like the guy at the moment. Whether he'll go to... Actually, when he was on loan at West Ham, I was actually fucking with him. Mm. I was like, yeah. He should have went then. When he had the chance. I don't know what happened in particular that I can't remember um, logistics of it all then but just as like I've said it on a few pods as well I don't want nothing good for that guy like there's a few players I want nothing good for and it's probably going to affect my spirit as as a whole because such negativity is never good but I don't want good things for him Martial Rashford to an extent Cavani definitely Cavani definitely not piece of shit yeah, uh, Bruno, I don't want nothing good for him. Uh, I, did, I don't want nothing good for David De Gea, although he's had a good season. I just, I don't fuck with him. Um, yeah, there's a, all of them, all of them. I don't want nothing good for any of them. Uh, wow. Okay. Um, cool. What is, uh, what's a good season for us next season? And you guys think we get top four? And then I'm going to go on to listeners' questions. Um, but I don't, I, do you know what? I don't, I've said it in the chat. I don't think we get top four. I think, obviously, we're not going to challenge City and Liverpool. Mm. Although Chelsea aren't great, I feel like they've got a manager... And enough players and squad depth, and they'll probably improve with Champions League. Because I saw the the takeover bids um, coming to the final stages now, they'll improve, and I feel they'll be a stronger. Uh, they're already, however, many points ahead of us. So not only do we have to close that gap, we then have to get beyond that point. I don't feel like. Although I don't think Chelsea are amazing, I don't feel like we can catch them. So that's three spots that I feel are untenable for us. So we're talking about fourth. And then you look at Spurs, who have got Champions League football. They've got a great manager, fantastic manager. Like, knows how to win. Mm. Knows how to win. And, and although, like, his recruitment isn't, it's questionable. He does. He does always. Make, his recruit. His recruitment does always get him what he needs at, in that yeah. moment. So I feel Spurs, if they get it right this summer, like they did with Kulicheski, is that his name? Yeah, Kulicheski. Yeah, if they get it right, as they did with him, I think they'll they'll be too much for us to catch next season. Arsenal, and because they didn't get Champions League football and. Um, I think they are like they need their last eleven games. There, um, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. They've got a young squad. Uh, in in fairness to them, and with that comes a lack of experience, lack of leadership. You name it. What comes with young players? Inconsistency. So I, I think we can, we can maybe, maybe, maybe 
catch Arsenal next season because we did finish 11 points behind them this season, I believe. So um, maybe we can catch Arsenal, but it does look like we're going to need to get Morales has been saying it, and it's probably been the benchmark in most seasons, 70 points. So that's another, what, 12 points on this season, is it? Or 11 points on this season? But then I also do think that the bar is going to raise for top four just with what I think Spurs and, um, yeah, what Spurs are going to be able to do. So I don't think we'll get top four. Guys, anything different from that? I mean, top four this season was 71 points. Can't recall if that's a high tally or not. I think, I, think... Just, I, I researched it and it's it's about average. That like, I think okay. Chelsea got Chelsea and United got top four with sixty six points a couple seasons yeah. ago. So yeah, seventy is is about right. But then I think I, I do think the bar is going to raise a little bit, and yeah. I think it would be because I think we've said for a couple of seasons that. Oh, you would expect this team to be much better next season. You'd expect this team to be and yeah, constantly have the expectation that all four teams in the top four are gonna be performing well. But it always like seems to transpire that one of them or two of them that you'd expect to be having a higher points tally just don't put it together for some reason. But I think your logic is sound though. And I would I think if I'd expect anyone to come out of that top four, probably more so Chelsea than Spurs. I think Spurs have got a really good foundation with a great coach. I think if they can get some decent fullbacks, which uh, or wing backs, which obviously Conte loves, um, maybe one or two uh, numbers for for the bench, then they could be. And, and I think their def- defense as well. I was going to say defense, just NBA killing me. <laughs> But yeah, Romero's good, but they definitely need some backup. So uh, that's actually true, actually. Yeah, yeah, they need to. But they got Champions League football, so that's all. And Conte's a bit, although Spurs aren't the biggest draw, Conte and Champions League football should be enough for them to get the targets because he doesn't really go for the the top, top, top players, does he? He, He goes for. Like Victor Moses and players like that, like he works with those type of, like he can work with those type of players and get the most out of them. So even if he if they can't, they're not able to get the top top players. They'll still get players that he's able to get the most from, and yeah. may solidify their top four status. Yeah, you think we'll uh, we'll get top four guys? <sighs> I I'm gonna hope that kills. I have. I, I, I have faith in Ten Hag. But you know what, yeah? I have a concern. My concern is more so the, you know, the fans that go to the United games. Um, Not that... Firstly, I'm not saying... Uh, there's definitely a bias from fans in England to, to like a British... Whether it's British players or British coaches, there's definitely that small little um gap where... Or even someone like Ollie, who's basically United Heritage, like... They're going to give someone like Ollie much more time to get things right than they would uh, uh, a Ralph or a Van Gaal or a... Do you know what I'm saying? So my worry is, is that if the style of football isn't what they expected or it's it's too possession-based, because possession-based is still something that's not necessarily like part of British culture in terms of yeah. football. You know what I mean? So my concern is... When I think back to the Van Gaal times, and I know that was quite like... It was ponderous and slow 
and I don't expect Ten Hag's football to be exactly like that, but I know it's a similar basis of possession, positional based, mm-hmm. um, looking after the ball. Uh, sometimes having to go back to go forward. The United uh, fans that go to the games give always give me the vibe of oh, get, get the ball out wide, get the ball in the box. So yeah, that's my main concern. Do I think we'll get fourth? Um, I'm gonna say. It's hard to say because we don't know what we're doing recruitment-wise, but off the manager alone, I'm going to hope so and say yes. Mm-hmm. But that's more blind faith than anything tangible to base it on. Maybe come pre-season, towards the back end of pre-season, we can have a, another conversation about where we expect to be when we can see who the players are, maybe watch a couple of the games, see what Ten Hag does with what we've got. But I think Spurs and Chelsea are going to be hard to move, man. Yeah. 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 100%. It's going to be tough. All right. Well, you think on Ten Hag's first day in charge, there'd be more cause for optimism. But, boy, it's been a tough old season. And that leads us to the first listener's question from Elijah. When did you start <laughs> smiling at games when we were dropping points? Mine was Everton. What game was that? Uh, at home. What was the question? No, oh, yeah, we lost to Everton, didn't we? Yeah, we lost to them at home away. Yeah. I can't remember. What, I can't even remember that game. What was the question? We lost to Everton at home and away. No, yeah, we lost to them when because Lampard got three points against us. What? What? What's the question, guys? Um, <laughs> when did you start smiling um, at games where we were dropping points? We didn't. We we lost to Everton against Lampard, but we drew one one earlier yeah. in the season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, my game. That's a funny question. He sounds a weirdo. Um, <laughs> smiling boy. I laughed at the, the Liverpool games. Laughed at those. Comical. Um, the Watford game. Yeah, I think it was Watford for me. What? Uh, sorry to um, go on. Interject. What was who asked that question? Elijah. Or our Elijah, yeah. Yeah. And what was what was the exact word in that question? Sorry, I'm. Not... When did you start smiling at games when we were dropping points? Mine. <laughs> That's such an Elijah question. Yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's an oddball, isn't it? Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. Um. Yeah, I might go Watford. That game was comical. Um, and it had a Bruno mistake, so yeah, Watford. Um, gosh, man, I haven't smiled in all season. Fucking at these mugs, but am I gonna say Watford? Watford was on the back of like two defeats as well, weren't it? No. Or was it Watford? I think Watford was after we no, got Watford was after two wins, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe that was. Let me think. I think we we, we had um, drawn. Yeah, that was when. We, remember the Aston Villa period onwards. I think yeah, we drew yeah. with Burnley. We drew with Southampton, and then we might have played uh, Brighton. And um, there was definitely a Champions League game in there midweek. Yeah, uh, we played with Leeds as well. We played Leeds before that Watford game. Yeah, we played Leeds before that Watford game. But yeah, actually, you know what? 
No, I wouldn't say what I wouldn't say Watford because we did we didn't lose that game. I think I started smiling. Probably Leicester. The four mm. the four two game, yeah. Was it four two? Uh, at at their ground we lost four two, and then at home we drew two two. No, I think the one there was what there was a game we drew one one, I believe. Oh well, that might be what that might be the one at home then with Leicester. I think um, I can't remember who scored. This is so bad. This isn't. Let's yeah, just move on. This season is a blur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Elijah's just asked us to spin us. Uh, yeah, <laughs> who no, in Mafia yeah. is most optimistic about next season, and what has given you such belief despite every man post Fergie being unable to carry the well, torch? Who asked it? Didn't say the names. Jay Stew. Jay Stu. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to analyze? I'm writing his name down. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> it's on my fucking list. <laughs> what was the question, Steve? Who in Mugger Mafia is most optimistic about next season? I think it's probably it's probably Sebi again. Sebi, isn't is, it? Sebi is on a on a yeah. on a, he's on he's a on good a He's sending us bear quotes from 10. He's on a he's, charge. He's all in. The guy's all in. he has yeah. no reason, no reason to be all in. No reason whatsoever, but he's all in. And also, um, you guys may not know this Mugger member because he doesn't come on pods. I think he's been on like one or two pods. The Wayne as well. Mm. He's fucking delusional. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's listening. He's he's fucking he's delusional. He's, uh, honestly, him and Sebi, yeah, the, the, those are the most optimistic. It would have been a certain other character, but yeah, we won't speak. We won't speak yeah, on that. We one. won't speak on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would. <laughs> yeah, what am I You have to hear that off air. Off air. Yeah. <laughs> Um, All right, uh, okay, next question. Uh, some of these aren't even really questioned. Babs asking just how elated we are that the season is over. I, I don't even know if I'm elated. I'm deflated, to be honest. Um, Asa, the season was over a long time ago for me. So, um, ZS underscore London. How concerning was all this press stuff coming out after the fact, especially considering a lot of these first-team players will be here next season? Also, the athletic article really seemed to paint Ronaldo as a huge issue in the dressing room. If true, how worried should we be about uh, Ten Hag not having full control of the team? No, I, I, I believe Ten Hag will. I don't know why, because Ralph, I believe Ralph would have been a bit more proactive, I guess, or had a bit more cojones, as they say. But with with the Ronaldo thing, I. Uh, it was just gonna be one of those things that come with Ronaldo. So mm. like hundred percent. The the whole Maguire thing, the dynamic between Captain and, and Ronaldo. That was gonna happen because of who Maguire is in comparison to Ronaldo. So is Ronaldo necessarily at fault? No, but then there's been times where Ronaldo's done the sulking thing, for example, in the Brentford game and he did the whole cry baby like, why'd you sub me for the kids? Um and what other what else did they mention about Ronaldo? There was something else. Oh, the City game when he found out he might have been dropped. Yeah. And then yeah. it's turned out to be injured. Yeah. He's a he's a, a pussy, isn't it? Let's let's be like some if what's come out is true, he's a little bit of a pussy. But we knew that. He's, but we knew yeah, that. He, yeah. But yeah. that 
the last time we had Ronaldo at our club, there were bigger personalities than him. Yeah. He hadn't achieved what he'd achieved, and there were just personalities where he and couldn't you, he couldn't move like this. And do you know what as well? Even though he might have been our best player, which he was, again, you go back to the personality point. It, that, that that doesn't matter when you've got Rio Ferdinand, because Rio yeah. Ferdinand at that time probably doesn't give a shit. Same yeah. with Vidic. Vic, Vidic cares what? Nah. Them man, them I don't give two fucking shits about. Damn. But at the moment, he's like what he's achieved and stuff. I guess he's the leader. It, yeah. I guess it comes with. It. But he's a pussy. Old. Like some of the, what he's saying and what he's doing. Like you don't want to be seen on the bench for a Man City game, so you've decided to say you got a, a hip problem. Yeah, nasty. Yeah, it's, it's, apparently he, he blocked or he was influential in blocking Conte's arrival as well because. Um, he didn't want to. Um, he didn't want to be putting in the mad sessions that Conte has you doing. Hello, oh, boy. Mm. What? But that guy, just to go, that guy that asked all the questions. We'll send you the bill, bro, because that was about five questions in one. That was thing, isn't it? Yeah, he definitely yeah. is Twitter limit. Um, yeah, so you, have, you have to double back with another one. Um, right, our enemies really came to see us. See us, didn't it? Prash underscore CFC. Tell me. The records United beat this season. I is that a Chelsea it. fan? Yeah. Yeah, fuck you, man. What team I lost count well? after one point. You, man, will be back next season or the season after that. Maybe. Who was that? You, man. You're taking shit. Who asked that question? <laughs> Prash. <laughs> Prash underscore CFC. I'm going to at you, Rodney, in all of these. Pr- Prash <laughs> underscore <laughs> FC. Cool. CFC. I, and I bet he loves oh, Mason Mount. Shut up, man. <laughs> yeah, this with, all said, due, with all due respect, obviously, my brother Gaz going that man. This is what I mean. You're just where's the where's the genuine questions, boy? They are. But you know are. what? Yeah, I can't blame them. If it was me, I'd be I'd yeah. be doing the same thing. Yeah, they're, they're dancing on our grave, man. They're dancing yeah, on that, Do it, brother, because when I get the I get, when I get the chance to go at Chelsea, it's lifetime or next. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do uh, it, whatever you can. Has he, right. He's definitely got a mason amount DP or something. You know what? I went into his. Uh, I went. No, nah, he's got a dog. Um, but I went into. He's got his, a dog. He's got a dog. I went into actual, his like a dog or like just like one of them thing avies. No, nah, it's an actual dog. But I, I went into his recent tweets. He he retweeted something called Mason Mount. So you can you can kill him on that. Don't worry. We got we got you. Mm, we got you. Let's go. Um. All right. K Sengupta, also known as Karan. With the striker market fucked, would you give Rashford a chance at nine for next season? No chance. No chance. <laughs> they better go find a striker from somewhere because no chance. Even when he was performing, he wasn't that good at nine. Like he probably had two or two. I remember a Newcastle game where he was really good up front. But other than that, he's, he's just not got... Even when he was performing, he did, I don't feel like the nine was his... Yeah, it was for him, so... Yeah, no chance. If any, if you're gonna give anyone in the team another shot at being that front, you would you'd probably just say go Ronaldo again for yeah. now. And if you can't sign anyone, so yeah, agreed. Um, all I right, know, I know, guys, mad. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> I thought that. <laughs> anyway, um, H Janimo, thoughts on all the allegations from the info that came out today? I think we touched. We touched that uh, already, my Jigo. Yeah, definitely. Um, at vicinity TT, <laughs> there's actually no genuine questions to say. Where's you guys' faith in Rashford coming from? Some players you guys hate have never played this badly for us. 
Time to move on, Ayamo. That sounds like a gripe more than a, a question, bro. That's not a question. He's just coming there to... We... Well, bro, um, watch the pod. When you... Obviously, you're going to listen to the pod and you're going to hear what we have to say about Rashford. So the three men... The three men... Well, I'll say two because Gaz was pretty balanced. Uh, you'll hear what myself and Stevie have to say about it. And I'll, I think you'll um, have your answer to that question, to be honest with you. At Rabganistan, Yala in Tenhagasu, yeah, no, except Sebi, probably. Uh, oh, is that what he said? No, he's he's asked, I'm answering that question for him. Oh, okay, okay. No, we're, we've been burnt too many times, but we've been doing this. It's been a decade, been been a decade of pain, isn't it? We know, yeah, we know. we've been doing this. We've had uh, more, uh, three or four managers now, so this is this is not our first time round with yeah, a new manager. Not, yeah. so. But, right. but but would you say so? Like I I go back to uh, Ralph. Actually, fuck Ralph, London. So Ollie, <laughs> do you not go into Ollie with any optimism? Not really. No. Not really. Jose, I definitely didn't. No. no. So the last one we had no. might have been LBG um, in twenty fourteen. I had. I, I had wasn't. I wasn't. Optimism of, I no, 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 no. Well, LVG, you had none. I had no, I had some. I had some. I had some. He's the only manager that we've had where I actually that I actually um went above above and beyond to really. Um, I never thought yeah, he had a career yeah. because I remember his career seemed like it was finished at that time. Like he would, I think his last two managerial appointments before United they weren't even great. Where did he Where did he even come from? Was he at the Dutch um, national side when he came to United? He's been in that. Know. He's been in yeah. that club like four times. Yeah. So, no, but remember, he, he can't, that's where he come from because he did that keeper switch thing for the penalty. Oh, yeah, yeah. The whole, the and, whole and prior to that, I'm sure he got sacked at Bayern or something for like an underwhelming spell. So, when he came in, I thought I was really unhappy, and I might have my timings wrong, but I'm pretty sure I really wanted Klopp, um, or Pep at that time. And we we went for Van Hal, which I thought was just a bit of a coward. Mm, Pep, Pep, it yeah. wouldn't have been Pep, it Pep would have been. been Moyes, yeah. Yeah, Frankie one. tried to bring Pep in yeah. about it, but yeah. By the time we got uh, Louis Van Gaal, I think Pep Guardiola was pretty much out of the picture for us. Yeah. So basically, what we're saying is we've not had a manager as a collective. We've had faith in, yeah, had faith in. That's nuts. That's true. That's... If if um if Ten Hag was like our second appointment or our third appointment since Fergie left, I'd be gassed. I'd be really gassed, but. Evidence just suggests that you know yeah, it's premature, and United ain't Ajax, you know, so he's got a lot to deal with here. That yeah, it's not going to be a miracle uh, on day one. But but again, I'm doing bare butts today. Um, I listened to a Dutch journalist on. Wait, uh, what did you say, guys? Oh, can you hear me now? What did you just say? <laughs> I said, but, but, okay, you dickhead. He said, I'm doing bare butts <laughs> today. <laughs> oh, you dickhead. Fuck you, man. <laughs> pause. Big pause. Yo. Um, I was listening to The Athletic, uh, one of their Man United pods, and they had a Dutch journal on. Yeah. Uh, and he was talking about how Ten Hag initially struggled like, at Ajax as well. Uh, yeah. With the expectations of Ajax dealing with like um, some of the players who didn't necessarily buy into what he was trying to do, trying to change. So Tadic was one, for example, where they had a clash and they didn't get along. But slowly, but slowly, but surely, um, he got them on side and managed to change things around. Again, this is just bigger scale in it, so I can't compare Ajax to United essentially. But it seems as though Ten Hag is not is not um, he's not scared of adversity. 
Mm. Um, even the the media were on him at first, like yeah. because he couldn't talk proper Dutch or the Ajax Dutch, if that's a, if that's even a thing. Amsterdam, yeah, Amsterdam in terms of their their, their version of Dutch and yeah. accent, his accent. So yeah, man, we'll see. Again, I'm not going into this with any expectations. Whatever happens, happens. I don't even like football anymore, so it's fine. That's it, man. We watching the playoff. Um, H Janimo back with another question. Week one lineup under Ten Hag. I think we'll do a pod on that. Um, wanted to do a pod on potential signings we might get uh, based on um, the uh, rumored transfer budget of what's it about 130 million. So look out for that one. We'll do that in a bit more detail. And the final, <laughs> the final question, uh, which has probably been on everyone's lips for 10 years now. What a player asking, how far can this club fall? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but that brings us nicely to a close. Lads, thank you for joining me on what feels like. I don't know if this is the beginning of the end. I it surely can't get any worse than this, but no, I it can't. I don't think it can. I don't think it can. We and we got we got to the end of the season, man. We did get to the end of the season, which is an achievement in itself. Um, but I just all my optimism's gone from football. We say I feel this like every year, you know, it can't get any worse. Yeah, uh, I feel we like say it every year. It can't get any worse. And next week, you know, Ten Hag's got us in the fucking relegation. <laughs> <laughs> At least it'll be more excited. <laughs> the relegation battle with whoever's coming up from the championship. Oh, that's a mad one. All right, boys, it was a pleasure. Safe. Hopefully things turn up for us. Thank you all for listening uh, to what's been a quite depressing season for United. Will we ever make United great again? Find out next season. Peace. <laughs> Peace. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. Violate my squad, my bang you. Only chance in my team, like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Sports Social Podcast Network.